0: Talking like normal people is brought to you by mycastingfile.com. Mycastingfile, the place for talent to get their start. Welcome to Talking Like Normal People, a show dedicated to talking about acting, casting and auditions and probably some other things too with people who love it. I'm your host Ryan Glorioso. Casting director based in New Orleans, Louisiana. And to the right of me, the future Justin Coulter, casting associate. Hello,
1: friends. He's back. Yeah. He's back. <laughs> Hashtag we missed Justin.
0: <laughs> um, so thanks to all of our listeners and subscribers. Please help us by rating us, reviewing us, and subscribing on iTunes uh, or Google Play. Um, remember, we have a Facebook page, we have a Twitter, and we're on Instagram. What
1: did we learn today about iTunes? Um, if you subscribe on iTunes,
0: yeah. If you subscribe on iTunes, it will update you when a new episode comes out. So if you subscribe, you'll get a little, a little message like Thursday morning. We usually release them about six a.m. Thursday morning. You'll say it'll say a new episode is available from Talking Like Normal People. Lucky you! All right, <laughs> postcard, uh, postcard fun for Yay. this week. I got a, a nice. This is kind of a big postcard. It's like a, like a half a page or something. <laughs> Alright, this is, uh, it says, got a lot of work done, dot, 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 no longer SAG-E, with Uh-oh. a bunch of exclamation points, capable, competent, and consistent, and this is from Sam Fizikero. So that, that means she's joined SEG. She's joined the okay. union. She is finally a member of the Screen Actors Guild, no longer Screen Actors Guild eligible. eligible.
1: Congratulations, Sam.
0: Um, and then it's a, a nice little note on the back. Hey, Ryan and Justin, congrats on the podcast. Oh, so she heard the podcast. Um, I think it, it'll prove to be a tremendous reference for actors You all, you y'all are as warm and genuine as you are in person. Oh, that's nice. Hope 2018 is being good to you both of you. I'll be in two films at this year's Louisiana International Film Fest. So pumped! Would love to read for y'all. There you go. (laughs) All right. Well, we'll bring you in soon. But guess what? I'm throwing this away now. Yeah. Chuck. Boom. Done. All right. Oh, my new clean office. My office is so clean now, and, and I just keep messing it up with litter. Lettered postcards. Uh, postcards. Yeah, that's fine. All right, actor tip of the week: When you get your sides, and there's text crossed out on your sides, what's the what's the obvious thing to do? Right, read, read that it. read that stuff read that's crossed out. Don't just look at your lines. Maybe there's some other info in there for you that. Uh, That will give you some intel that you're missing.
1: You know, it's important to bring that up because uh, Carol Sutton had said, like, she doesn't even read the other characters lines. And I was like, there's going to be a lot of people taking that bad advice.
0: (laughs) It works for Carol. (laughs) It
1: works for Carol. But that should work for 99% of nobody.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Says Justin. Yeah, the expert. Yeah, the expert. All right. Let's get to today's guest. Today's guest has garnered an impressive list of credits over the years. 2017 was a notable year with supporting roles in two of the most acclaimed films of the year, playing Philomena King in Get Out and Lara's mother in Mudbound. If you're not familiar with her name, you will certainly be familiar with her face because she's one of those working actors that you see everywhere. Please welcome Geraldine Singer. Yay. <laughs> yeah. Thank
2: you. Thank you. We guys. got a good
0: one this week. Yeah. How we did, got
1: a good one every week. I Watch uh, it. How did
0: we score her? <laughs> uh, Man. I yeah, I don't know. Because
2: I'm very humble.
0: <laughs> oh, you are. <laughs> you are.
2: So, but I, I just want to comment on what you guys said about the stuff that's crossed out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What I love is when you get one of those mail things and it has like uh, 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 sides for like four or five people. Yeah. I I want to read them all. Do you? Well, I, 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 sometimes I do and sometimes I don't, but if I have questions, if it's, if it's, uh, you know, I, it, it helps with the backstory. It helps with knowing what's going sure. on. It helps with, so yeah, I, I frequently will read as many sides as
0: That's I a can. really good tip. Yeah. You could probably get a good uh, amount of the script from doing that. Yeah. yeah. yeah if you if, if you're not being given the entire script. Yeah. Yeah. That, that
1: falls under the umbrella of doing your homework, everybody. <laughs> there you yeah. go. All
0: right, Geraldine. Yeah. Start from the beginning. <laughs> Who are you? Where are you from? How did it all happen?
2: Well, I was I was born in New Orleans. Okay. And um, uh, somewhere along the line, when I was very young, my mother loved theater and always took me to to shows and things like that. That would come to the Civic. Uh, theater and the auditorium and stuff like that. But she made the unfortunate mistake when I was about 13 of going down to um, New Orleans Recreational Department, Nord Theater, which used to be in the, in the basement of Gallery Hall. It may still be, as far as I know, and a man named Ty Tracy, who did theater there for years. And the first thing that I auditioned for Oh, it was in Little Abner, I, I had one line, but I was center stage, and I said to uh, marrying Sam, marrying Sam, who was Jubilation T. Cornpone, and you know, and thus a huge musical number broke out, to which I was the essential part. And um,
0: The impetus. The yeah. Imp- uh,
2: yeah, I get. I'm getting goosebumps <laughs>
1: even
0: now as I speak of it.
2: And there was no stopping me.
0: Awesome. Cool. So, so thirteen. Yeah, 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 That's yeah, yeah.
2: But I, but I, I didn't do, um, I didn't do a lot of uh, community theater like that. I, I did um, a lot of things in high school where you know the 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 state competitions where you would do a dramatic reading or so something like, like uh, that. Yeah. Speech and debate. Speech and debate. The speech and debate things, and then um, uh, eventually went to. Uh, Tulane for, for theater. and oh. did a lot there. And um,
0: where did you go to high school?
2: Oh, yes, because that's the essential that's New, New Orleans question. Yeah. St. Joseph's Academy, which was out by the lakefront, which is uh, close to where we lived. And okay. um, I was very instrumental in the drama department at St. Joseph's Academy. You were. So,
0: yes. did, was there a, <laughs> a dramatics department before you... Before you started, or did you kind of, like, make no, it happen?
2: No, I think it was – yeah, no, I think it was happening. It wasn't nearly as, you know, important as – <laughs> I,
0: I wonder um, – I, I want to stick with the high school thing for a second, because, like, when I was in high school, I went to De La Salle uh, yeah. St. Okay. Charles, and we had an amazing theater program there. Yeah. And, I mean, we all thought we were doing, like – the most amazing <laughs> work know. in the world, I know. and and to this day, like I I look back at some of the actors from my high school days, the, the people who were like juniors and seniors when I was yeah. a freshman, and I'm like, those were some really good actors, and I don't know where they are anymore, yeah. but um, you know, I just. It just—it was so—it was instrumental for me too. Like yeah. that was well, a very formative thing. Of for course, me. my
2: parents thought, you know, oh, she'll grow out of it because, uh, you know, you still there. might. I might, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the time is running yeah. short. <laughs> and um, my, my stepdad. My stepdad was um, a councilman in the in the city for many many years, and I think he was slightly chagrined that I was, you know, um, like actress you know she'll she'll get over it but when I was I think when I was a senior there were a bunch of of uh, like the boys from Corye Zoo and some of the girls from st Joseph's got together and we formed this little uh, summer uh, theater company and we the first thing that we did was um, uh, oh please let me not go blank Thornton Wilder our town and I played Uh. Emily and my 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 mom and my dad of course came to see it It was in the it was in the auditorium of Corge Jesu high school and um you know Emily's final speech and appropriately I was (laughs) my mother said to me it was the first time that my 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 dad ever said this she said walking out he said She's really good. Maybe she should do
1: this.
0: Thought, <laughs> that's oh awesome. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> you got approval. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Wait, so you job.
1: you I've... put that together as a senior in high school like with any help from real adults?
2: No, we we did it ourselves. I'm trying to th- remember who directed that. Yeah, we did we did four. we did 4 years um uh, and we also had some seminarians from um, uh, St. Benedict's from across the lake who lived here during this, but they were in school uh, across the lake during the year. So every summer we had about 30 of us. We did um, The Happiest million. We did that one year. We did The Happiest Millionaire. We did um, – I wasn't involved. I directed The Twelfth Night, which was the first time that I directed, including um, – Richard Simmons, who played my Sir wow. Anthony Aguiche.
1: When you say nice. Richard Simmons, yeah, you know Richard like Simmons, the Richard yeah. Simmons, yes, Deal, yes, Neil.
2: yes, really, yes. Yeah. He was in. He's co- from here. He was what? in. The, yeah. He was part of that Corey Zoo uh, Boys Whoa. Drama Club, <laughs> and I was part of the St. Joseph's Academy Girls Dramatic Club, and we, um, yeah, so we it, we all knew each other and. I, I I went with him to his junior prom. That's really? Amazing. Yes.
0: Wow. That's amazing. I remember when I was a kid, my mom <laughs> my mom ran a, a dancing school in town, and uh, he used to run. I want to say the one of the like the auditorium the where the Mahalia Jackson is now? Well,
2: that was Michael... It wasn't... That was Michael Teramina who did that. He was uh, the... I'm um, just got, recently got back in touch with Michael. He was also from that Corier Zoo group. So, you know, there was all this cross-pollination. Um, yeah, so... That's so cool. Yeah, so there.
0: So, what? like, what time period was that? Was that the 80s? Oh, now you're going to
2: have to date me. But <laughs> I... I um, that was the i was in college in the late 60s so i graduated 69 so that would have been mid mid 60s we were doing that and then college i went to tulane and awesome uh you know i just was assuming that you know and then went on from there to go to 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 grad school at temple and um
0: and grads all the school was uh theater based theater all theater based so you're you're Train, an extremely trained yeah. actor well, right i
2: just have to say that i look back and i think i
1: probably really sucked oh what do you mean <laughs> that sounds like an
0: actor <laughs> sucked at what it's, i mean well the
2: uh, you know I, there are things that i've done that i'm very proud of and things that, but i i keep thinking um I probably was not as wonderful as I thought I was, but I thought I was
0: wonderful you're confident yeah I was confident that's, a, that's yeah. such an important factor yeah. in being an actor yeah. is confidence
2: and then I went to to new york well i I went to grad school and dropped out of grad school with my soon to be first husband, and we thought that was uh, sufficient enough um, to build a relationship on it should not have been <laughs> but anyway, and you learn lessons. In, yeah instead of going to New York you know from Philadelphia which is where I was he wanted to come and live in Louisiana so we came back here and we lived in the quarter we lived uh, uh, for most the time we lived in Charter Street and I started uh, doing stuff at uh, Le Petit and I did quite a number of things there as a lead and I began to think again that I was Really quite wonderful And uh, I and, I'm very, quite wonderful. And, I, and I'm very proud of a lot that I did there, including um, a streetcar named Desire, which Tennessee Williams came to see. Wow, and, snap. Yeah, so I'll tell you just a, a little a little That's divergence. Amazing. We had an apartment in New York in Bowdy Park City, which was across from the World Trade Center. Uh, out of my window, I could see the World Trade Center. I was in Los Angeles at the time. I was spending most of my time there because I was doing episodic television, but uh, Robert was uh, spending most of his time in New York at that point. And um, World Trade Center bombing happened. And um, there's a lot that could be said about that. But anyway, several days later, and it was across the street from us. Um, uh, so it, it, he... He was in Jersey at the time working on Ed, a uh, TV show, and he couldn't get back into the, you know, they wouldn't let you back into that area. There was National Guard and all this sort of stuff. So um, I think it was like Wednesday night or Thursday night, he calls me up and he says, I'm in the apartment. Okay, because I have stuff that I have to get hit, musical instruments like and things he like snuck that. In? Yeah, and I said, first of all, you're crazy because the National Guard is going to shoot oh, you. Snap.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, thank he's, God they didn't.
2: They didn't.
1: Spoiler,
0: Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert hear he's
1: the rest he's the still story. with us. <laughs> but
2: he said, okay, you know, because I I want to get my music and my instrument, my guitar, and my instruments out of here. So, you know, uh, what do you want me to take? And I I, I didn't think about it, just it just came out i said my guitar and my picture of tennessee williams
0: <laughs> oh wow
2: <laughs> which was taken the night that he came, that he came Do, to see you the took show.
0: a picture with him i'm it's not
2: you... actually with him it, it, this but it's but i'm i'm right out of frame unfortunately but i was standing next to him
1: that was a picture of you with tennessee williams
2: no no it was just a. Oh, okay. a but it was taken that that night, so mm-hmm. he got
0: to see you do his play, play
2: Stella in his
0: his play, wow. yes,
2: and um, he, it was the last um, dress rehearsal before an audience. We didn't bring it; it, it was just for the you know, was the dress before you brought. Did he audience.
0: have any notes or anything? Wait, or so that, he
1: came and saw a dress rehearsal. He that
2: saw was, okay, yeah, yeah. So it was him and Arthur Seidelman and. A friend who was on the board of the theater, and then some fourth person whom I I do not know. They were they were in the audience, and they came sort of. They went to dinner first, and they sort of came about ten minutes into the into the first act. And um, he was extremely vocal in his appreciation. So of course we're thinking, oh my god, we are wonderful. <laughs> yes, oh, god, he loves us. This is fabulous. And then somewhere along the line, I realized. His appreciation was really for his own genius. <laughs>
0: <It was> like... <laughs>
2: this is the best show of all time. And and, and, and hopefully that we were not screwing it up. <laughs> no, I'm but sure it was, you were um, fabulous. It, yeah. I, I, that, again, that's one of those things in my past that I just... holds a very special place and of which I am very
0: proud. Does a tape exist of that? No. No? No, no. That's just the too, memory. Just the memory, no. Wow. Yeah, because that
2: was a while ago. That was 78
0: When when did he die? He
2: died in the early '80s because I was in New York. uh, By then, I moved to New York in 1980. I don't know
1: anything about Tennessee Williams. I thought he was like 1800s type of guy. Oh my god! I'm so uncultured. (laughs) So uncultured. And you live in New Orleans. All of his writings about New Orleans.
2: So I'm just gonna say, I'm gonna give somebody else. But if you, Brian Bat, just did this show. Did you guys by any chance see I didn't see get it? to see
1: it. No. Is it done? I know I, he has I got a, a show in June that I want to see. He has that show in Is this June. the God show?
2: No, this no. is not the God show. And you absolutely, I'm I'm sure he's going to be brilliant doing that. But he did this one man show. And I think it was all his writing. And it was interspersed writings of Tennessee Williams with his own sort of mm. autobiographical take of where he was and what he was going through when he encountered these various plays. And it is Brilliant, and I'm I'm hoping that it will have I, you
0: remount, remount. Remount. Yeah, it must be. it, yeah. it must be. So honestly, I, Yay, I feel, Brian, I feel bad. I didn't even know about that. Yeah.
2: Well, it was. I mean. Thank God and with I we had just become Facebook friends or I would not have known about it. Um, and uh Have you know,
0: known Brian for a long time? No,
2: I met Brian I had not met Brian until I did a movie with him last December. Obviously, you know, I, I knew who he was, I mean, you know, uh but we did a movie which I don't know if I'm allowed to talk about, but it's the it's the sequel to the woman with uh, Pollyanna McIntosh, which apparently has some big
1: cult following. Wow! So I uh, like how you said I'm, I don't know if I'm allowed to talk about <laughs> it. But <laughs> here kidding. I go anyway. But
2: that's all I'm. That's I'm going to say. That's all I'm going to say. I'm okay. gonna say about it because I think people who there are people out there who know the woman. And who will want to see anything. And I, so I'm not going to say who I am or who he is, but we, we had quite a few days together on that and oh, that's got, to great. Be, got to be buds. And,
0: so yeah. you stay very busy. So before we get into how you managed to stay so busy your whole life, tell me about New York. So you are you moved to New York. Yeah, and-
2: because let me just preface this by saying that before I went to New York, I I. I people used to stop me in New Orleans and ask for my autograph because they saw me at Le Petit and something.
1: (laughs) So I... You're a star. You're a celebrity in New Orleans. I thought... You thought that would carry over. I
2: thought, well, (laughs) hell. (laughs) This is my moment. So, uh, you know, and I had been here. There was just... So far I could take it yeah go here I mean it had always been my goal to go to New York so I pushed to do that in 1980 went to New York and um when I got over culture shock (laughs) but um I started auditioning but those you know those years that I had sort of been off of the the um career track really kind of hurt me and nobody in New York cared that I had the most amazing reviews from Le Petit Théâtre de Vieux Carré. It was yeah. like, yeah. You had yeah, to start well, over. Yeah, literally. And um, and I was there for quite a while. And, and it, it's great. It's wonderful. And, you know, we still have an apartment there and that will always be my home because I, I love it. But it was not kind to me. And every time I worked, it was because somebody in the production... Uh, like do you know Jack Payne does that name mean anything to you Uh,
0: it sounds familiar Jack Payne
2: was a choreographer who worked uh, he worked a lot in in uh, Hollywood and he came back to New Orleans and I I studied jazz with uh, Jack not that I'm a great dancer but he knew me and he was a choreographer uh, for a production of Woman of the Year that was going to be done in um, Atlantic City well you know i went to that as an open call and um of you know they probably could have chosen any one of you know 20 women to be that and jack said well it, it could just as well be you so there so there you go oh. so uh, I'm not saying so I you, didn't deserve the part, but I'm saying you had some good gave, relationships. You had some good relationships, or uh, a cast or a director had already worked with me in something else. Like Paul Barry directed New Orleans Repertory Theater here in the early '70s, and I had done a production of of um, Rose Tattoo. Mm. And Tennessee
0: it, Williams. It, oh, Tennessee. Yes.
2: Yeah, looms large Tennessee in Williams. my. But. Uh, Paul, uh, people who have spent any time in, in New York in the 80s and 90s, Paul ran the New Jersey Shakespeare Festival for years. And because I knew Paul and submitted myself, I got an audition and I did a season with them. And uh, so it was like it was like that. But I never had an agent submitting me for anything. Really? In New York. Yeah.
0: So You had to network your way. So you left. So I left. And you went to L.A.? Or I you went came- to
2: L.A., yeah. I went to L.A., in the late 90s, like
0: 98. Okay, I was there. Were you there? I was there, yeah.
2: What were you doing there?
0: I was an actor. I used to be an actor. I was an actor from 90, well, I finished college in 96, and I went to LA in 96, and... We uh, were there! We were there. We probably were in the, sat in the same room. We and probably sat in the same for room. Junk.
2: for s- <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, one of those arch-rival type how long, of things. How long were you in LA?
2: Um... Uh, I, about about a total of six six years. I mean, um, uh,
0: it was eight years. Eight years. It, yeah. it
2: might have been you know it was like a little fuzzy at the beginning and a little fuzzy at the end. Well, it wasn't fuzzy at the end. It came to a complete stop in two thousand and five. But but I people told me in New York when I said I think I, well I had a friend who invited me out there. She was directing a small show at Pacific Resident Theater. Okay. And she said you know. Please come and you can stay with me in my guest house and, you know, you see if you like it. And the sun is always shining and there was a Trader Joe's there Yeah. when there wasn't a Trader Joe's anywhere else. Of course. And within a nanosecond, I had a commercial agent. And within like the first year, I had uh, a theatrical representation and I had booked my first job and boom.
0: And um, it's exciting, right?
2: And it was like people said, "Oh, don't go so, to LA. You're a you're a middle aged woman with no tape.
1: You'll never work." People in New York so told this, you that. This was. Did they know you had so much talent?
2: Well, apparently, they no, they, <laughs> Apparently, they did not because I spent yeah. a lot of time there not working. So you, is
0: this, is this when you? your first television gig or your first film and television gig or you did yeah. some stuff like little things before that? I had yeah. done
2: one thing before that which was um, America's Most Wanted. Wow.
0: I've
1: heard of that show.
0: But yeah. that's amazing that you that you stuck it out that long. Yeah. Yeah you know uh, pound in the pavement it's
1: called it's called
2: slow learner or stupidity <laughs> yeah. or addictive insanity addi- insanity addictive personality you know oh no,
0: i think it's great and yeah. and like you got to love it so to let's do it cut that to long. you're in LA for those 6 years and then things start happening back at home
1: well
2: it was not in entirely clear that that was the case. I mean, I was working out there, I accumulated eight, ten really nice TV credits, and I came home in the summer of 2005 to visit my folks, because they were at a stage where I thought it's really, I need to spend some time with them, see where they are, and simultaneously I was cast in a possibly recurring role in a pilot, which was supposed to shoot here, called Scarlet. I I remember Do you remember that? Yeah. The script was fabulous. If they did it now, it would, I think it would catch fire. But we were supposed to start shooting August the 29th of 2005. Well, anybody that lives in New Orleans knows what that was. I was here. Yes. Boom, Katrina. Yeah. So my my folks who were quite elderly, it's a good thing I was here, because I'm not sure I could have gotten here, and uh, we... Of course, we're across the lake, but we had n- no lights, uh, no gas, no telephone. Uh, I was cooking on a outdoor grill for my aging parents and walking around with a kerosene lamp and stuff like that. And um m- my mom had a stroke shortly after Katrina. so oh, gosh. I yeah well, good th- good thing. I was here, good thing. I spent two years taking care of her, which was wonderful. And, um, when I, when she passed away, which was late 2007, it took me like another year to deal with the estate. And in 2009, I called Claudia Spiker. Yay. Who
0: comes up on that. Yeah, Yeah, she's She's come up on almost every episode we've done so far. Well, Claudia was,
2: yeah, a force. And, you know, I said, before I sell this house and go back to New York where I will never work again, (laughs) um... Uh, let me just see. And she looked at my resume and she said, well, of course, yeah. I'll work with you. And, you know, boom, it, I was I was off and running. Now, it was all small stuff, but, you know, at that point, I thought it was over. I thought, yeah. I, and, and I had said goodbye to it and I had made my peace with, you worked in L.A., you know, you did regional theater, you've done a couple of things that you're really proud of and you can, you know, feel satisfied with and goodbye but this is like the third act
0: yeah of course i can remember uh back in the in the early days of of me starting to do this as a casting director um i was in shreveport and i remember talking to liz Mm Coulon, and you know she would she would bring up actors to me like well do you know geraldine singer and i'm like who? You know, I, I had I didn't know you yet. And then of course I started to learn about you and discovered that you're completely like uber talented. So I'm so glad that well, that we I, get to... Well, I have to, to say
2: that I, that's very... I, I'm, I'm very gratified by, by that. I'm very gratified that you continue to call me because you realize that I have never booked
0: anything. I, <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, look, I know, I know. <laughs> Geraldine has never booked a role with me. Mm-mm. That's not but, to say that she hasn't had amazing auditions. And I'll tell you, you know, you know the. and I'm sure he's going to come on the show at some point, and we're going to talk about it, but you know Lance Nichols? Yes. Okay. Oh, also know, yes. Yeah. Lance Nichols, but he auditioned for me for things for five years oh, really? before he ever. It's not me, guys. It's no, not no, me. No, I no, swear. No.
2: I know. I know. Um, yeah.
0: And and I mean, come on. Haven't we we put Geraldine up mm-hmm. all the time? All the time. I, all the time. I, yeah.
1: No, I I know that. It's gonna I come. It's, it going it's going. It's to to ha- ha- happening. Well, now that we've acknowledged it and yeah. like addressed the elephant in the room, you're gonna book the <laughs> next role. That you auditioned. Oh for. I'm oh putting my. that out.
0: Putting that out to the universe. Yeah.
1: So, Geraldine, I wanted to. I really wanted to ask, what was your transition from theater to film like? How was How was that for you?
2: Well, it it was um it was rough because um uh it's a totally different animal in so many ways, and I I fight continually because I am that little girl standing in the stand of center stage going and who was Jubilation Decor <laughs> <laughs> so we're pulling that back yeah. always pulling that back um, so and it's also one of the reasons why um, I love self taping because yeah. I, can, I can I can see where I'm falling into my own traps and um well not traps but it's and that's one of the reasons that it took me a while in LA um to to make the adjustment to uh audition for film and television because it's it's a different you know I mean the the impulses I mean the the basic line is you have to be you have to do nothing well not not for not for theater because no, you have no, to no. no yeah, i mean it in you have to be in film, you have to do so, you it takes so little to uh show that thing that's happening right under this your skin yeah that's not true when you're in a a, a seven hundred or eight hundred yeah, a, a, well, I like to tour.
0: I like to tell uh, people you know if whenever I'm doing a workshop or something like that you know in theater you're playing for 50 rows back mm-hmm. and uh, in film you're playing 50 ro- 50 feet high
1: mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. so
0: you're right in their face on that yeah. film on that right. screen you know and you can see everything so it's know. you know
2: and sometimes it's dare to be boring as, something as simple as. Um, blinking at the wrong moment, or a, a random eye am movement that that's not grounded in something that's, you know, that it, it's it's uh, yeah, it's a tick of some sort. It yeah. doesn't belong
1: there, and, and um, and we can see everything. And it's
2: seen. It becomes, you know. Huge and distracting,
1: yeah. not only that we can rewind it and then see it again and
0: again, <laughs> yeah, it lives on forever yeah, it's it's for the there. rest of well, your life and everyone yeah. else's life <laughs>
2: on, on on my reel there are there are a few moments like that which I have cut out mm. yeah, <laughs> I
1: go how did they let that go by? You think that's snip, just you snip. being hard on yourself though like
2: well, because I, I i yeah i I think well, maybe somebody who doesn't know me may think that's a brilliant choice, but I yeah. see it
1: as my. My little tick. You're gonna you're yeah. gonna ask for reshoots of movies that already came out. Like, <laughs> Honey,
2: I can do l- that. I,
1: I, you know, I
2: I've, let's be clear the level the level that I am, I don't ask for anything. I say, <laughs> say yes I say, to the job. You. Although I did I did a um, a independent feature uh, last year um, that I shot in Dothan, Alabama where I play the second lead well, maybe the third lead but I play the villain, the main villain. Ooh, wow. And um, at one point we shot a scene with a woman who is my um, the protagonist and I'm the antagonist and for some reason they did not do an over-the-shoulder shot from her to me and it's the the ultimate confrontation it's yeah. the moment where we meet face to face and um i i kind of got a little ballsy Ooh. and i and i said guys uh you 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 i'm telling you you need you, that coverage you need that coverage yeah you need it i mean did they I'm do not, it they did it
0: yeah.
1: Nice. Well, I mean, it's if it's an independent, that's usually like a more we're a team, collaborative. You know, like yeah. uh,
2: you
0: I'm sure they appreciate, appreciate it. For they, sure. I'm sure they
2: yeah. appreciated when they started when they start. I kept saying, "This is not about ego. This yeah. is not about me." And they said, "Well, come in," you know. And they showed me that I said, "You don't want to be in that editing we room. We are we are we are supposed to be facing off, and you do not have me." In the face-offs.
1: Have you seen that movie yet? Has it come
0: it out? It hasn't
2: come out yet. It's supposed to come out July 4th. It's Ooh. called Army of One. Ooh. Army
0: of One. Mm-hmm. I've heard that before. This episode brought to you by Army, Army of One, mm-hmm. starring Geraldine, Geraldine Singer.
2: Singer. <laughs> <laughs> and some yeah, other Ellen, people. Ellen Holman, who is, would be a little upset. <laughs>
0: and and Ellen Holman.
2: And Ellen Holman and Matt Passmore.
0: There you go. So what? Uh, so you have this training. Mm-hmm. Do you subscribe to a method? Or what's what's your process do you have a process, I, or are you just kind of one of these people who feels it goes well, with the flow? Well, I,
2: um, I, I think you. I mean, I think that I've absorbed a lot of things from a lot of different teachers. My primary teacher in New York was Strasberg trained, so I I did those things, and I can do sense memory. And sometimes you have to do that, and but sometimes. You know, sometimes it's the simple like, "What if? What if I'm this person and this is the situation?" And I, I mean, I I think I use all those things, but the primary thing is that you have to know who you are. Yep. So you ask those questions, and y- y- you have to know what's at stake, and um, and what you want to happen. Yeah. Yeah. And and um, you know, uh, and then.
0: Do you a, do you when you get a say an audition? do you instinctively just answer that stuff in your head or do you sit down and write it out and like do a whole thing?
2: No, I. I there's a lot of it that's in, instinctive. When you, you get it, it's like... Uh, and first of all, it's got to be, you know, it's got to be pretty close to me you yeah. have to trust that it's pretty close to me but a lot of it you already know you already know the social status of the person and whether they're married or not married and are they talking to their husband or their children and do they love them and do they not love them? there's a lot of that that just comes automatically that you're absorbing the information there and then there's some of it that you have to that then I have to say well it, it's not on the page what am I gonna you know what am I gonna invest
1: That comes automatically from experience, or do you think that's something that should come automatically for anybody?
2: Well, I find that some young actors don't ask those questions of themselves. They don't know to ask those questions. I think at this stage, I'm automatically doing who, what, where,
1: when, why. But for any yeah. n- any newbies listening, they should actively be asking these questions. Yeah. as mm-hmm. soon as they break your these, scenes yeah, down, break down and mm-hmm.
0: you know figure out yeah. what's yeah. going on. Yeah,
2: I mean I, I'm I'm doing a lot of that autom- automatically as I'm as I'm reading, but sometimes I have to. It's interesting because Robert and I um my beloved Robert Aberdeen with whom um, has been my life partner for 34 years Hi, 34 Robert. years you know
1: I did not and know y'all were married really I, I didn't, didn't tell you that no I
0: didn't know that at all
2: the fact that he follows me around <laughs> everywhere and is attached like, I thought but, that was a they, coincidence I Geraldine
0: was like, <laughs> guess what I cast Robert yeah we did cast Robert I know. well you've sure. cast
2: him on a Two things, I think. Oh, maybe. Didn't you do the heist? Did you? No, I didn't. Oh, no. that wasn't you. But you cast him on something else.
0: Maybe, but mm-hmm. we cast him on the yeah. newest episode of Preacher. Preacher, Season spoiler. Three. Oh,
1: wait. Yeah. No, we can say
2: that. We yeah, but you can't say who or who no, or what no, he no, is. No, no, we
0: won't.
1: We're going to stop right there. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: But he, um, we we read with each other, which is wonderful because um I've tried to read with other people and I don't have the um freedom uh that I have with him. Um but every now and then he'll say what what are you talking about right there? And I go, "Oh, there's another way to look at that, you know?" Yeah. And it's you think, "Well, okay, why didn't I see that?" And, um, all right. You know. So thank God.
0: Do you, when you, when you, when he tapes an audition for you or vice versa, do you guys ever like completely butt heads and just drive each other nuts? Like
1: Ryan and Robert do <laughs> yeah. all the time? Me and my
0: Robert. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: Do you? Do you- <laughs> uh, it's like
0: War of the Roses. Is it really- uh-huh. Most times.
2: Well, we, we've had some, I, I had to, I I was. Uh, I insisted on the second take for the audition that he did for, for um, preacher. Preach from preacher. Yeah. yeah, and I won't say very much about it, but you will know it's the one where he has his hand to his head. Uh-huh. Yep, that, that's. I, what I know exactly use. what you're talking yeah. about. Yeah, I
1: insisted. Yeah, on his doing that. Are you getting 10% of this booking because <laughs> that might have got him the role?
2: <laughs> yeah, I said. But he has he has, a, he has a story that he likes to tell where um I I was auditioning for um oh, what was the Hank Williams movie? Uh,
0: well, uh, yeah. The yeah. One in Treeport? The One in Treeport. I saw the line. I saw the line, yeah. which I, light. Which I, I, I the the light.
2: thought was going to be
1: huge.
0: You booked that, right? I
2: booked that. Yeah. And so here's the deal is that I'm Dory Sherry's secretary and hank williams and a few people come into the office and they're sitting there and i'm waiting i'm you know i ended up being there like filing my nails or putting on nail polish or something i don't know some clever activity that i found for myself and um so i'm and i say at some point i get the nod from mr sherry and i say gentlemen you may go in now so when i was i was in new york taping this and Gentlemen, You May Go In Now was a three-act play. Oh,
1: my gosh. <laughs> uh,
2: how so? It was like, gentlemen, mm-hmm, I don't know if you're really gentlemen, but, hmm, okay, well... You answered
0: you too many know. questions.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Albert said, please, honey, please, just, just... Just say the line. Just do one for me. You just say it straight through <laughs> <laughs> so he takes he takes credit for that oh, there you go. <laughs> wow. and of course he was right it was like yeah. I'm, and I think that's one thing that um, you know that I did learn a very specific sort of uh, tip that somebody uh, uh, gave me when I was out in LA and it's that you know a lot of the work that I'm doing it's not my story it's not my story. Right. Yeah. So I'm a facilitator. Yeah. And um uh, and that's okay because those are jobs and they pay you to do those jobs. Yeah. yeah
0: exactly. Um.
2: But you know you can't uh, you can't invest it with more than it's more than it deserves. Right.
0: The only way that the only reason that would maybe get in your way. Uh, is if you had a, an ego that would get in your way of doing such yeah. jobs you yeah. know it's like yeah. if you're open to being a facilitator yeah you're yeah. gonna and you're a damn good actor you're gonna work you're gonna yeah, oh, yeah. you know
2: oh absolutely uh,
0: you know and most uh, of the jobs around here are facilitators facilitator yeah. Jobs. yeah yeah there's, there's which is not much to it for yeah. a lot of it right like,
2: well but, okay, to go back to, you said, like, don't talk about, you know, wait till we get a... Yeah. If, if for instance, <laughs> you know, I've had two big things this two, yeah. year. Two rather, great, great yeah, films.
0: Yeah, two Academy Award uh, nominated. nominated and... Get Out won. Get Out won. Best screenplay. One best screenplay. Yeah.
2: I wish I wish Mudbound had won... Oh and I wish so D good. had been had been nominated as a best director because
0: oh my it god, it was so good. I got to see <gasps> that in the theater, like on the big screen in uh, uh-huh. in San Francisco. Oh wow! It was yeah. it was great. I saw it
1: in my bedroom. It was <laughs> still it was just as on good. the 13 inch. It was a, yeah,
2: <laughs> like it but I got to see it at a screening with D and some of the cast, Amazing. and that was like probably it was them away. And um, it, uh, well, now, see, I've just forgotten what I was going to say about that because I got so excited about talking about how, how, <laughs> how you know, my career is just exploding, but and actually these fabulous movies are exploding. Oh, yes, but, oh, to, to say um, I was very proud of M- Mudbound because I made some very specific choices there, and they were very pleased with them. Um, I mean, I got some very good compliments from the producers or whatever i didn't know until i saw it on screen and i saw it on screen and i went okay girl you you did that yeah yeah you did that that was good because you know no snips on that one part thing of the no, there's nothing they have to yeah. snip. There. one
0: thing i noticed about that movie in particular with you know the, all the actors that were cast from around here everybody did such an amazing job yourself included oh, well, and it's just like she's D-Reese it's amazing. Is
2: wonderful. Yeah. It's like okay, you know, just start. You're at the dinner table, so let's just start talking, start a little conversation, and let's, you know, and just it's about you and him. It's about you, your relate, you having a relationship with him, and just start talking about anything you want. And when you feel like it, you just. You just go into the dialogue. Well, That's I mean, awesome. come on. Yeah, yeah. I mean, That's what a gift. What a gift. Yeah. What a gift. So, and that shows that shows up in in that, and uh, we did it that way. We did it that way every time. Um, but to to go back to the other thing I was going to say is like get out this is a story I started
1: to tell you before people say to me oh you're so creepy in that and it's like, it's like. I was going to use that word you creeped me out in that but film here's
2: the deal I don't you know I, I mean, yes, I read the script and all of that. She's just
0: honoring the text. Yeah,
2: I was just—I'm a woman who is so in love with her aging husband that it, together they buy him a new body. So when I'm looking <laughs> yeah. at him, I'm looking at him with love and yeah. affection. That's what, yeah. like,
1: it's kind you're, of why you're in love it with, with his brain. Like it was.
2: Well, yeah. I mean, I'm—I'm I'm looking at uh, Lakeith, and I'm seeing you know husband. my husband and um uh that's all I was trying to do i wasn't trying to invest it with a whole bunch of stuff so then it comes to what's the context that's where the direct, the director creates the the mise-en-scène then then the, the you were part of that big picture if he frames it right you tell the right story sure but yeah i wasn't I didn't, had no conscious yeah. thing of, like, trying to be creepy. Only I didn't want the young man across from us to know that he was about to be next. That's, yeah. my, that's my only... That's, that's my only, you know, yeah. slightly deviant thing. But the rest of it is, look, look at my wonderful new, you know, my wonderful new old husband.
1: It's, it's so brilliant because, like, you see that scene and immediately I'm like, oh, this is some bought boy toy. And then, like, you... Like you said, you play it like you love him. I'm like, but and in my head, I'm like, have they been dating forever? Like, <laughs> like and that that movie put me on edge for a long time.
2: It's it scared the hell yeah. out of me when I was in the theater too. Because, like I said, you read the script, but you don't know you don't know what all those little things that Jordan's gonna pull. that's yeah. just gonna make you jump out of your skin. You mm. know, it's just it's fabulous.
0: Would you say that the the kids on the street recognize you from Twenty One Jump Street? <gasps>
2: Uh, i no 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 uh, i i i had the the um some young people who've seen 21 jump street yes do recognize me but i did not get anywhere the level of recognition that i get
0: from get out oh bad yeah. yeah i mean the, yeah. the movie was huge a yes. was huge was success huge.
2: well 21 jump street was the biggest movie of the year that year which i think was 2013 maybe i don't know 2012 something like that you have um, a
0: very funny scene in that i love that scene
2: yeah yeah i i, I laugh i laugh when i see it on my own reel <laughs>
0: <laughs> you watch a reel
2: I, I do robert robert accuses me of being a little um self-indulgent I, self-indulgent yeah. yeah I well but it, you know there's this line from uh a thousand clowns I, I can't remember the character's name but he's the the, the um, he plays like this uh, funny character on a children's show and he says to uh, to the Jason robots character, look look do you see how I keep touching myself I keep trying to make sure I'm still really there and that just resonates so much <laughs> for me as an actor it's like I do sometimes when I can't sleep late at night I I do sometimes look at snippets from my reel yeah. to go Oh okay, okay. That's all right. You did okay.
0: okay did <laughs> that's that. awesome. I love that. good. I, I love, I love that. your honesty about that. <laughs> all right, before we before we switch gears, Oh, oh I'm sorry. You're good. All right, you're good. Um, what do you do when you're not acting? What's what are some other passions, or do you have any other passions? Like, what, um,
2: well, you know, when we're in New York, uh, Robert and I, um, I do see a lot of theater because that's kind of what we love. Yeah. If he could, he would go out every night. I sometimes have to say, excuse me, but I'm staying home and vegging on the couch now. Netflix <laughs> is, yeah. Yeah. But, um, yeah, we do that. And um, uh, when I'm here, you know, just hanging out with some friends and and, and cleaning up
1: the damn garden <laughs> the year before. Yeah. So, um, cool. Yeah.
0: All right. Now what what's something that you want Wait, casted? you didn't
1: you didn't ask her how do you talk like a normal person?
0: Oh, she's been talking to like a normal person this whole time. Yeah, but how she do
1: it?
2: <laughs> how did I do it?
0: How do you talk well, so tra- especially transitioning okay. from theater? How do you talk well, like a normal person? Th-
2: both Robert and I w- found that uh, the the title very uh, uh resonant because you know, when we're self-taping, you know, there's so many times where I'll I'll do it and I'll just go. No, we have to, we have to, we have to erase that one because <laughs> I'm not talking like a person. Yeah, <laughs> I'm talking yeah. like an actor. Yeah, and uh, uh, yeah, I mean that's that's always what you're trying to do. It's so, just be a,
0: just be a person. So you you are able to check yourself by watching yourself, and and. And Being so, able to disseminate, like, okay, well, I need to bring that back bring and, that like, back. just but Sometimes, chill.
2: Sometimes, you know, when you, when you do it, yeah. you know, you're just like, oh, that just
0: felt, I was pushing that or whatever. Yeah. Geraldine's very handsy. Yeah, that's the microphone bumps you're hearing.
2: Italiano. I see, you. hey. I see you. Cannot talk without the hands. All
0: right. Yeah. What's something you want casting or producers to know about you that they don't know that uh, you feel like they should know?
2: Oh my gosh! What should they know? <laughs> Could be. Um, I mean,
0: you should just know that she's an amazing actor, yeah. and if you don't know her, you should hire that her. That I
2: once. That I once. Uh, well, I don't know there's a but like, uh, that I once followed Tennessee Williams around the A and P, on St. Peter and Royal. This was back in the late '70s. I watched him. I watched him b- buy produce.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I <was> stalking him. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I don't think that's gonna help me get a job. <laughs> that's
0: dedication. What kind of produce did he like?
2: Well, he—I think—I think, I think oh, he might have been looking at the tomatoes. I think.
0: <laughs> nice. Uh,
2: because, and I was hiding in the in the like canned tuna fish aisle. So this me, is like your scene from Twenty One
0: Jump Street.
2: <laughs> exactly. I did at one point. I think I asked. Um, I think I asked Chris Lord, you know, because there's all that that character Phyllis just keeps saying, oh, I have to see Schmitty. Oh, I have to see Schmitty. Is Schmitty here? Is Schmitty going to be back? Oh, Schmitty. Oh. And I said... So what's the deal with Phyllis and Schmitty? I mean, is there something going on that we don't know about, like, uh, you know, inappropriate? But yeah, yeah, it's like
0: my, yeah. Did he say, you decide?
1: Yeah.
0: (laughs) All right. Um, Let's flip the, the channels. If you have any questions for myself or Justin, no pressure. No pressure. Um, We've had a nice chat yes. uh,
2: okay, yeah you're I, the question well, is right. have i have i embarrassed myself I will only know when I hear this uh, uh later in the podcast oh my right? god,
0: no, no, i think no. this this is full of really good advice and a good story oh, I, I good. Think- we know you're a
1: creep now. <laughs> We know that. <laughs> well, that's <Jeez>. <laughs> Well, you played one where you weren't really a No, creep. I'm when only you, a creep. You stalked okay. Schmidt, But you did uh, stalk Tennessee Williams and Schmidt in 21 Jones. Yeah.
0: Korea. No, so. I,
2: stalk, I stalked Tennessee Williams. <laughs>
0: yes. I mean, you kind of have to, right?
2: Well, I didn't, if I wasn't, imbe- I mean,
0: I, he if you see there, Tennessee Williams- he
2: was there, and he was so, he double-breasted uh, blazer with the gold buttons, and he had his little um, Greek sailor hat on, and he was just Drunk. Uh, he probably, <laughs> Sounds like no, someone it was middle of the to afternoon, stalled. so he might have been just, you know, Sipsy. a little, yeah, and, uh, yeah, and I it was, I, and it ha- I think, I don't remember if it was before or after I had, had met him uh, i think it must have been before he saw um because um if it if it had been after i might have been you know brave enough to go and say yeah. mr williams you saw me too stella <laughs> oh my gosh anyway awesome yeah. Well, so to flip the whatever yes. is my only question my question to you was, um, how did you start doing this and what do you like about it? What's your why do you well, why do you do it? What do you love about it? I, I mean other than the money. Wow.
0: <laughs> the big the big the bucks. Mu- yeah, you that, know Ryan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's an honest statement, (laughs) isn't it? That is. I do like money. Mm -hmm. I'll I'll put that out there. So if anybody wants to give me any money, Uh just, just, you know, uh, my address is on my website. Um, So I, you know, I started doing this. I know, I think we talk about this in some other episodes, but I started doing this uh, around 2004. I moved Mm -hmm. back from Los Angeles and um, kind of wasn't sure what I was going to do with my life you know mm-hmm. i was like uh yeah. oh, am i still an actor will i always be an actor like what you know i've been an actor since i was like 9 years old mm-hmm. been doing theater and <clears throat> film and tv and stuff and uh and i started working with liz on a movie mm-hmm. and then uh that just kind of felt right you know mm-hmm. the, what mm-hmm. i was doing and in, in on this film that we did and and I kind of had a, a good sense for casting, just based on what I had been through as an actor. Oh, lights just popped on. Mm. Uh, just based on what I'd been through as an actor, so I I kind of uh, saw a niche that yeah. was needed. Yeah, because things, in my were, eyes things in, were
2: beginning in, yeah, to to take hold to, here. To it's take awesome. hold
0: here, and I was like, you know what, I, this might be a good fit for me. You know, mm-hmm. I I also had uh, in two thousand one. I ventured into making a movie, my own movie oh. and um and i it was an improvised like it was called mock this and it's uh it's based around a lip syncing competition. <laughs> And so I did, I did everything on it for the, you know, like I did the, I was the director and the, the,
2: and, and you, and you did craft services. Well, I did, I did actually, I cooked
0: red beans and rice like the night before the, anyway. Um, but I did the casting as Uh well. And after we, after we finished it and I had a screening for everyone, you know, the movie's oh, Justin's seen it. It's a movie good. the movie's okay. It's good. It, it could be better. But I had a screening at uh at Sony. Like not for Sony, but like I rented their mm-hmm. screening room and I invited mm-hmm. everybody who worked on it and uh, a couple of people came up to me and were like, "You're really good at casting. Like, you, you have a really mm-hmm. good eye for talent." And I was like, "Oh, I don't want to do that," you know. <laughs> and then, uh, and then I started. I kind of always thought about that. I was like, yeah. "Gosh, everybody in my movie was really good. They were all, all really good actors. I did do a good job in selecting them." So I, uh, I kind of had that in the back of my mind, and I, I knew the process. Mm-hmm. And and then it just kind of evolved. And once I got to, went to Shreveport after Katrina, mm-hmm. um, I was there with Liz. And then she left me oh. on my own. Left me up there and I ended up, I was like doing three movies by myself. And I had no idea what I was doing. And I just kind of <laughs> had to figure things out. And uh, and then it just kind of evolved. And I, I started my own company. And, and there you, know, you are. Yeah. And then it just happened. and And now people call me or they don't they call (laughs) megan lewis you know um i think think you're doing all right no it's it's good i i enjoy it um i i always wanted to work in some capacity in this business and i feel like i feel fulfilled you know and whenever i get crazy in the head about it all i just look at Take, those paychecks I go out yeah I look at those paychecks and I go out of town for the weekend or something <laughs> yeah um, it gets it gets hectic though I, you know I, I just I, I never I, had uh, craziness like it is doing casting when I was an actor it was never like <laughs> super busy like super, yeah, like, like, we like we are in casting it's like Jesus
2: yeah I, I can't imagine like <clears throat> that, sometimes it's just, you just must be so slammed
1: we have I mean, 200 people coming tomorrow two, that's what yeah <clears throat> yeah
2: the, the headiest thing I ever did was uh, produced and was in uh, um, Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf? And that was 24-7 for eight weeks. Ugh. Wow. You know, so... Uh, and that was probably a piece of cake compared to what you're going to go through tomorrow with 200
0: actors. <laughs> yeah, we'll get through it. Yeah, they're all pros. Um, Justin and I... Um, last year about this time or at the beginning of June we did an open call in California for we did uh, did this show in Northern California 13 Reasons Why and we had to have an open call um, and the show was like had just come out the first season so it was really popular in everyone's mind we had about 3,000 people come out (laughs) we were prepared for maybe about 500 yeah and I mean I literally could not walk the next day my my back was like oh, out it was yeah. it was intense well, what what it was like american idol you know how you see on yeah, tv yeah. people were lined, lined up, up for like the block. blocks there's a video somewhere of it it was <laughs> insane
1: yeah
0: but we got a lot of people it was fun yeah. that was that was probably that was probably
1: one of the hardest days of, of my any, life yeah of any work day because <laughs> what happened is, you know, all these people are showing up with their headshots and stuff, and so many children, and if you watch the show there's like four ch- children in the whole first season, so I don't know why 8 million of them decided to come out that day and it's all their parents bombarding us, like, hey, um how do I get my kid an agent? And I'm like it's, it's not it's not what this is, it's not what I'm here to do but let me answer the question for you and that's, that's what I feel like we did five thousand times that day it's just like it it was it felt more like running running a workshop than it did an open call
0: yeah it was hard Mm. but Mm. we've survived yes
1: (laughs) we're better for it now
0: awesome all right well i think that we're nearing the end of our episode So I want to thank Jason for producing Yay, again Jason and running Edwards. the board. Justin and of course Geraldine, thank you so much. Thank, thank you, you guys. Um, do you do you do anything on the internet? Or are you like uh, like uh, promote like your Twitter? Or any, I asked you that before. Yeah, you so don't talk, do I, I you? don't.
2: The only thing is is my website. What's uh, that? Geraldinesinger.com. www.geraldinesinger.com. Um, so, if you
0: want to watch that reel, watch those so reels. So, if you want to watch yeah. those
1: reels, and, you can uh, go
0: and check it out for yourself. And you'll yeah. sleep better at night. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when, when I can't sleep at night, I'm just going to watch Geraldine's know, reel.
2: Anyway. Watch- Me too. Me <laughs> oh,
0: too.
1: Everything's better now. <laughs> oh,
2: yeah. Okay, so you're gonna you're gonna cut out the really no
1: <laughs> stupid way.
0: things. No way. Thing. You didn't say nothing it's stupid. all in there. I told you I would embarrass myself. Everybody thinks that. You said nothing stupid. Yeah. It's all uh, it's all so great. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. oh wow. first, first actual clean episode. I
2: I was trying to you know don't, ruin it. don't <laughs> ruin it i won't because i can curse like a sailor
0: all right well i am at glorioso casting the show is at talk like normal jason edwards is at jason edwards tv justin is justin tc underscore underscore on instagram and it's uh talking like normal people on instagram and on facebook bye bye Cue that new bye. music we got new music Talking Like Normal People is brought to you by MyCastingFile.com. Create a searchable profile accessible by multiple casting directors who are casting major film, television, and commercial projects. MyCastingFile.com.